Hello, and welcome to another episode on Teaching Humanity Remotely. I'm Dr. Mindy Shaw, and I'm here to work at the phrase show and tell. What does it mean? What does it really mean? And how do you use it to your advantage to make sure when you're doing the showing and the telling, you're getting your children's attention? I'm bringing this up because I've had a lot of letters requesting that I talk about how to get children to listen to their parents and what to say and what not to say. So I figured we'll start with show and tell. When I was a teacher and I did show and tell, what I would do to make sure that everyone was listening is I would make it into a game because often children just want to talk and they only really care about what they're showing and telling about. So I would say in order to really enjoy show and tell and learn from one another and really actively listen, let's try to think of the best three clues we could possibly give. The best clues. Because your job when you're doing the show and telling is to give enough information that the people who are listening are going to be able to guess what you're showing and telling. And it really worked. And it also taught about being cooperative. This is not a competition. We don't want to make it so hard that you don't know. We're showing and telling so that you can enjoy knowing what we're talking about and what we're going to be showing. So you know, there's a phrase that people say, parents will say, oh, you have to show and not tell. And I do, I'm all about modeling. As you know, I'm all about modeling. But here's the secret. We can never, and I mean never, ever, all capital letters, assume that when we're showing, we don't have to tell because we, we're assuming that our children understand what we're saying. And I'm going to give you two perfect examples again from when I was a teacher. So I said two things when I was a teacher that taught me that the children didn't know anything I was talking about. One thing was, I said, oh, you know, children, when you are reading, the reader brings what's in their head to the page. And they all looked at me like, what is she talking about? We used to think this teacher was kind of intelligent, and now we don't know what she's talking about. And I said, I could tell that you don't know what I'm talking about by the way you're all looking at me. If one person looks at me that way, I know that I have to explain just to that one person. But when the whole class is looking at me like they don't understand what I'm saying, I know that I'm explaining it incorrectly. So that was a great lesson to me because it taught me not to assume. And so I said, I'm going to teach you what I mean. Let's look at a book that has no words. Let's talk about each page in that book. When you're talking about each page in a picture book that has no words, you're bringing what you know about pictures in your head to the page. That's what good readers do. And the thing that's interesting about it is why book clubs are so fascinating because everyone is going to see the book a little differently because their thoughts, their ideas, how they understand information is a little different than everybody else. And that's why it's so rich to have book clubs. The other thing I said to them that they didn't understand was, you need to stay in your own bubble. Bubble, you ask? They don't understand that. I could say, boys and girls, I understand you don't understand what I'm talking about because of the way you're looking at me. I mean that you have personal space and that you need to stay in your personal space and not push into someone else's personal space. I call that bubble. You know what I'm saying? So the reason I'm sharing is that it is absolutely true that I need to walk my walk and talk my talk. I need to show more than tell. If I overtell, this is what they hear. Wah, 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 wah. So I can't do that because that's not useful. But I can't not say anything and make the assumption that they understand. That's not useful either. So what do we call that? We should all know by listening to these podcasts. We note and we mark. We note and we mark. We mark and we know. We mark and we note. We 
explain, but very little. You don't have to explain a lot. So I want my child to share, right? Let's say that's a goal of mine. I model sharing and I may say, I'm so glad that I'm getting to be able to share the remote with you. I'm so glad that we got to share that book last night. You know, very, very short little information so they have the wording and so on and so forth. Then when someone else is sharing, like let's say we're passing food at the table and Hannah serves them, you know, passes the mashed potatoes. I say, Hannah, I love how you're sharing the mashed potatoes with me. So that indirect teaching is really great because then no one's being on the spot. You're not saying, Jack, why aren't you passing the mashed potatoes? We have to share that plate. I'm not saying that because that's not really effective, right? And you're not even talking about sharing right now. Children love reinforcement. So by you being very clear, short little statement that Hannah shared those mashed potatoes, you're showing and you're telling about sharing your value system. You're showing by using her modeling of the sharing, and then you're telling that that was a positive thing by reinforcing that. And it's really just that simple. So I want you to try that. And it happens throughout the entire day. You'll see that there's so much opportunity to just say a word or two. And then at another time, of course, you could talk at things in more length when you're having a discussion. Like you might want to have a discussion about how you feel about bullying and how that you feel, let's say, people who bully are insecure and you can give an example of that. So you can definitely have discussions, but you don't want to over talk the show and tell that is very consistent throughout the day. You just want to note it so that you can make sure that they paid attention to it and you're not making an assumption. So over talking, they stop listening and under talking, you're making an assumption that they may not understand. So please let me know if this works throughout the next few weeks. Write to me at learnwithmeremotely.com. That's learnwithmeremotely.com and feel free once again to visit my author's page at Amazon, Dr. Mindy Shaw's paperbacks. Until next time, enjoy showing and telling and having your children show and tell you just the right amount of telling, not too much and not too little, just like Goldilocks. Okay, until next time.